0: Hey folks, it's John from AS4Alcoholic. Due to some unforeseen circumstances, including snowstorms and days-long power outages that are still ongoing, uh, we were unable to record an episode this week. So, in lieu of that, we're releasing one of our Patreon episodes, and it is the one where Jerry creates a playlist for Spotify, uh, going through the stages of alcoholism from partying all the way to recovery. And um, that's also to commemorate that we are on Spotify. You can find us there, A is for Alcoholic, under podcasts. We're super excited. So without further ado, here is the AIFA sobriety playlist. Please enjoy, and we'll see you again next week. A is for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. Thank you for your patronage, and enjoy the show. Here we are. Thank you, Patreon patrons. Um, as we have discussed, we are here with Jerry's sober, or I should say, A is for alcoholic, alcoholic playlist of songs.
1: Yes. Yeah. Lots of feelings. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things going on. This is a Jerry centric episode. I am. Um, is is yeah.
0: I a woman was talking about drinking, and she said one of the things she used to do, she loved, and she thought she was the only one was she would just kind of hang out in her house and put on costumes and listen to music and i was like <laughs> she was telling me this Dude. and i was like really cuz that's what i used to do me and my friends used to do that all the time
1: yeah i was about to say are you sure this woman wasn't me with just a bad wig on and like <laughs> cuz that's exactly what i did then mm-hmm. and, and costumes too isn't that right? funny like i would like dress up and then like sing the songs yeah somebody somebody would have like wigs in the closet and you're like they always fucking tell your story to you don't mm -hmm. they yeah yeah and and you know i i thought doing a playlist would be interesting and also kind of really telling of our relationship as friends because we became friends because of a shared like like Mm -hmm. shared interests in music you know it was like John was the first Morrissey fan I'd met in Oregon. I right. knew a lot of Smith and Morrissey dudes in Arizona, but they were all like cholos, mm-hmm. you know, like it was like that weird Mexican cholo. They loved Morrissey and the cure and K Rock, you know, and you were like that one dude I'd met who like, didn't make fun of me about it and like really liked it. And that like, and then I realized we had a lot of other shared interests mm-hmm. musically, musically well, for you know?
0: sure. Yeah, I remember getting a. Um, did I make you? I made you a Smiths mixtape in exchange for some Simpsons you had on VHS. Yeah,
1: that was some That's... primo Simpsons too, because I had edited out all the commercials. <laughs> I'd pause it during the commercials so you didn't have to watch. That's the right. It's like a three-hour Simpsons tape with all the commercials paused out. So of it. Yeah.
0: we made this exchange. Yeah. I was like, "I'll make you. I'll make you a Smiths mixtape. Give me that. Yeah, that VHS." And I remember, like, you came. You came over with with megan before you guys My were going to leave yeah. we were going to leave for arizona yeah. for the second time or the first time or whatever it was and i was like
1: it's that first time back i was yeah, like all right, right man home. yeah
0: good luck nice to meet you maybe i'll see you later
1: i, I wore that thing out man like <laughs> and it wasn't because i had like half full of hollow and uh like louder than bombs and or uh strange ways and shit and like i loved it but you i guess you i had, had a bunch weird, more you had a bunch of crazy B-side and like peel sessions and weird shit like that, that I didn't mm-hmm. have. And then when I came back from Arizona, I was really into the swing scene. I got not swinging like in a sex way, but like, you know, <laughs> like Brian like we really Orchestra. yeah. Yeah. Like a Neo swing or whatever, that big resurgence in the late nineties of mm-hmm. guys, our age who were fucking wearing suits. And so we got really deep into that. And uh, you and me yeah, and the bottle
0: I mean, makes three. That one didn't make, yeah, that exactly. didn't make it on the playlist this time around, did it? No, okay. it didn't. It didn't. Next no, Because
1: that was more like tied to the what our last podcast was about, the <laughs> glamour of it, you know? Right. But yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll start it off. I'll just start it off. I don't know. So I'll tell you who the band is and what the song is, play part of the song, and then maybe explain why it has significance Yes. To me. How's that? That sounds good. All right. So the first one on this playlist, and so what I tried to do with the playlist, as uh, I explained to John, was I wanted it to go in an arc, right? So the first few songs are about like, how fun drinking is in the beginning, the, the, the honeymoon phase mm-hmm. with alcohol and how it still, and then slowly kind of pervades and gets its fingers into you as an alcoholic and kind of just has you. And then kind of the, you know, the arc, the top of the arc is really just your rock bottom. And the end of the arc is like, you know, coming out of it, dealing with withdrawal and dealing with physical and emotional withdrawal. And then kind of the end of it is kind of like dealing with the hope and mm-hmm. gratitude maybe yeah gratitude hope positivity you know like kind of you know okay you're done with this shitty road you don't want to go back on that shitty road you're on a new road now and things are looking they're looking better good. than they were they're looking good yeah You've, it's okay yeah, it's so, okay
0: to feel good at the end
1: yeah it's all right to feel good baby it's all <laughs> right um the first song is by this guy named howard fishman who is this um like a guitarist and singer and a jazz guy and a composer and stuff. And he did Mm -hmm. a lot of gypsy swing and a lot of jazz stuff. And uh, this song is called good times. And it's, it's him with a quartet and uh, it, I don't know. I'll play it. It's like, it's got a rock kind of element to it. Like more less, you know, less kind of that hot house jazzy and more kind of a rocky thing, but we'll play like 20, 30 seconds of each song and then we'll see how it goes. So this one's called good times by Howard Fishman quartet. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. That's great. All right. So, I mean, even lyrically, like, I, I don't know. There's just this vibe to it where, like, even – and just from the little part we listened to in the beginning where he's like, mm-hmm. you know, why should skies be so dark and gray when – you know, why should everything be so dark and gray when the sky is so blue? And you have this, like, kind of beginning flirtation with alcohol where, like – and I've heard it said a lot, you know, in the rooms and heard it said a lot with other alcoholics I know spoken to me about that beginning of alcohol where th- colors – seem brighter you know the cliche mm-hmm. of things like the contrast being turned up and life having this richness and this sharpness that it never had before because you finally met that thing you know you finally found that that oh it's that thing you know everything's like, prettier and thing. softer
0: and you feel comfortable and you belong right. and yeah
1: right yeah and in the chorus even says you know why, why shouldn't we have some good times you know they're just waiting to be had let's have some good times you know so it's like that kind of initial you know why is it so bad to have a good time it's not so, it bad, so bad right everything you know, because in the, everything's fucking fine everything's fine dude like everything's I'm great. doing great have a couple yeah, of don't drinks worry, dude, don't right? no sweat
0: yeah. no worries we'll have some drinks we'll have some laughs yeah
1: it's just a couple of six packs of tall boys on the weekend it ain't nothing, it ain't nothing. Dude, you know it ain't nothing yeah <clears throat> yeah so that's the first one and then the second one is by a band we both love called They Might Be Giants. Yes, which is weird to think of like an alcoholism song from <laughs> They Might Be Giants, right? The guys who did like the Malcolm in the Middle theme song and a whole kids album. They were on fucking Sesame Street. A couple shit. of
0: kids albums, didn't they? Something like that. A ton ABCs of ABCs and think... No and One Two Threes and.
1: Right, I know. I only got that for. But they, kids may, album. Like, they I might. They might be giants. <laughs> they they <laughs> have a very strange dark
0: side to them, don't they?
1: Oh, absolutely. There's some
0: yeah. really depressing themes and some very mm-hmm. poppy music. So I think that's also oh, why we like, we both...
1: It's my favorite, uh, it, <laughs> to go off on the tangent, but the no one in the world ever gets what they want and that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And everybody dies frustrated and sad and that is beautiful. It's such a block of text, but if I could get that like tattooed on myself somewhere, I would. But it's just 8,000 words. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for that, you know? But, uh, but I just love that sentiment of like, you don't get what you want. And that is fucking beautiful mm-hmm. you shouldn't you shouldn't get everything you want you should get some of what you want but that's a tangent on a completely different song <laughs> so this song <laughs> is called
0: up. drink it's from an album called mink car i believe which is
1: an awesome fucking it's album pretty
0: great it's pretty yeah. great so, i think it. i would say mink car was their last great album
1: i think so yeah they haven't really i haven't listened to anything since then that's really caught <clears throat> me i think mink car was the last of that era that of like, they might be Giants albums that were classics to me. To me, yeah. Maybe. I mean,
0: maybe in my, yeah. because in my 30s, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was a time and a place. Right. But So, drink.
1: Let's do it. I'll take back my pinata, it's wasted
0: on you. Just spinning that fool cue all over the room. And give back the blindfold that's under your shoe. Let's drink, drink, this town is so great. Drink, drink, cause it's never too late to drink, drink, to no big surprise. But what words rhyme with buried alive? What words rhyme with buried alive?
1: That's that's Mm -hmm. a good one. That's, I think, really appropriate, right? Because there's the uh, jubilation in drinking still. But then that little like what words rhyme with buried alive? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: I feel that song when it when I hear it is "Let's drink, drink." I I'm immediately like pantomiming this pint of beer in my hand. I know you I know? saw you doing like, it, just kind of yeah. <laughs> you can't help but, it, but I, do it.
1: <clears throat> the jubilation's there, but then the doubt is starting to creep in because you're like, you know, I'm. I'm buried what we're drawing with buried alive. I'm writing this song from this place of like, this is Mm -hmm. there's this joy here. But at the same point I can like, Oh mother, I can feel the soil falling over my head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I I really thought that was kind of like the cracks in the playlist. That's
0: sort of, that's still very Uh, exciting, but also there's this underlying feeling of, I don't know, dread or sadness or fear. (laughs) Because <laughs> there always was, but it was like we just keep drinking through it, right?
1: Right. And there's and we don't really talk a lot about uh, – uh, when we talk about alcoholism, we talk mm-hmm. a lot about our bottom. We talk about how awful it was. We talk about how bad it was because we're all coming from a place – we're here because it was awful and bad. But we don't really talk a lot about the edge of that. Like that, the what the the Terminator on the moon, you know mm-hmm. that line between night and day. We don't talk about being on the border of it, where it is still okay, but you're right on the edge, and you're starting to see all the faults in it, and you're starting to kind of maybe worry about yourself a little bit, and you're kind of like, maybe, Nah, I'm okay. Do you know what I mean? But you have those doubts. I always and we don't really talk about. Yeah, that a lot I always it seems to be not. Yeah,
0: I was always just kind of like I was edgy and on the fringe, man. Like I was living a rare lifestyle. You know, I was right. I was strong, and I was I was you know I was Hunter S. Thompson, and this was just Gonzo, man. I wasn't killing this myself. Is Gonzo, this dude. was just Gonzo, oh, dude. No. Mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, it certainly was. But Gonzo doesn't. Uh, we know where where Gonzo ends.
1: Yeah, it ends really fucking tragic mm-hmm. and sad, and 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 uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's a fucking bummer. Yeah.
0: What's next, Jerry? So, uh, oh. uh,
1: Captain Jack by Mister uh, William Joel, <laughs> the uh, blue coll- the voice of the blue collar. Yes. You know, um, Captain Jack. And we were just talking about this before we recorded this. I had such, I've had so many significant moments with you and our friendship with fucking Billy Joel for some reason. He was another one. I don't, I don't know what it is, but there's something with Billy Joel and you and I, and uh, there was. Remember when we stole that shopping cart from Albertsons and, and we brought it home and put it in the house. We were like 28. We weren't even 28 Probably yet. We were not. like 25 and you were playing Uptown Girl and I was just running the cart all around the house, like in my underwear. And like, it was just this crazy shit. Like, and I think it was funny because it was so corny. It was corny the song and was so
0: corny. it was, but I mean, Billy Joel was always like, he just had a way of, making you feel comfortable with yourself and, you know, or at least you felt like you belonged play a little bit of that, um, captain Jack,
1: but yeah, this one's not corny. No, no, this one's (laughs) pretty dark and sad, but
0: there's still this sort of, you'll hear the carnival element to it. Right. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Tired of living in your one-horse town You'd like to find a little hole in the ground for a while I know you I just yeah you want to kind of keep listening to it. I know I know it goes on <laughs> Yeah It's but it's it, a beautiful dude. song it's
0: Ooh. it's about 7 minutes long um Yeah and uh yeah, it's great. I mean, there's a certain I think also that both of our, our, our penchant for the the maudlin and the melancholy. There's like this yeah. sort of mm. brooding and, you know, like that living in your one horse town and looking for something and feeling really down and sad. And right. And then the chorus is like Captain Jack will get you high tonight.
1: He'll take you to your special island, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, back in the day, we would laugh about that. But then I was listening to the other day in the car. My daughter found this playlist on Spotify. She's eight. Mm -hmm. She's like, I like your A is for alcoholic playlist, dad. And I was like, fuck. And she's like, there's a lot of bad words in those songs. So, And uh, (laughs) it was just really cute. But there's a part in the song that I kind of thought of. And where well, I mean, she's fine, dude. She understands, but but there's the you know the, the idea of all this shit is happening and you're just stuck. Mm-hmm. And that's that in that you know in that whole kind of arc of everything, it's like yeah. Now it's starting to really get you. Like your sister goes out and has a date, and you just stay home and masturbate. And yeah, it's an easy rhyme. It's kind mm-hmm. of a hack rhyme, but it's not the, the idea of your sister is actually out with another person with a human being having a physical human being contact. And you're just so isolated because of your alcoholism. You just kind of stay in your little fucking house. Your special island. Your room and whack off on your special Mm -hmm. island. Yeah. Yeah. And he makes a good, you know, in the whole line about, you know, your father passing away and shit. And you're just, you are in static stasis. You're just, boom, you're stuck. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't move. And these horrible things happen around you. And, like, you're still you just don't change. You know what yeah. I mean? But Captain Jack will get you high tonight, man. So
0: it becomes the only thing that's going to make any sort of <clears throat> make you feel good even though it's even though it's fleeting and and really filled with sadness.
1: It's very mm-hmm. sad. Yeah, and it's in a minor key, yeah. so then it feels even sadder, you know what I mean? Like if he had done it in a major, I don't know how sad it would well, it would probably just, you know, be like this upbeat like Mm-hmm. happy song about jack daniels i guess you know
0: it'd be a goddamn liquor commercials would it be oh fuck yeah it would be like captain jack will get
1: you and they'd just be people fucking doing the fucking captain morgan's pose oh, but a cowboy version yes. yeah
0: yeah it's a beautiful song um, you should check it oh out. it's
1: a gorgeous song check that one out on the playlist don't cry <laughs> We'll cry for you. <laughs> we can, or you can actually write us and let us know if you did cry. And it's okay, and man. If you didn't, that's cool Please. too. You're just a monster. That's all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's next? So,
1: how do I, I? It's Mishka Shubali.
0: I've heard Mishka Shabuli. Mishka Mishka, Shabuli, I've heard Mishka Shabuli.
1: Mishka yeah, who's? I like him. He's a cool character, man. He's a he sober teaches writing, He I
0: teaches right? writing. He plays punk rock music and does comedy, and he is sober as well and does not prescribe to AA or any twelve step programs if you can yeah, find does any mm-hmm. cool um writings that he's done on sobriety he's super awesome and i love the way that he thinks he tells this one story about being up on stage in a place somewhere and i think it was in europe and he's he grabs uh-huh. like that's i guess on top of the pa or whatever it is whatever it's called and he goes for a drink of yeah. water in the middle and he's like in sweden or somewhere and he goes and he takes this big swig and it was all vodka uh, uh. and he spits it out and you know, and he talks about like, yeah, man, that it's all about intention, and this is something that I learned early on too because I had a similar experience where I tasted something I didn't know what it was and it was it had alcohol in it. And you know, he's like, no, I don't consider that like falling off the wagon, I spit it out, I didn't no. want it. So yeah. he's an awesome dude, you should definitely check his stuff out.
1: He's he's good friends with Doug Stanhope, too, mm-hmm. who's a comedian in America, who's like a Actually, a real hardcore active alcoholic yes. who drinks a lot. But he Doug Stanhope's one of my favorites, too, just because of his whole outlook on it. It's mm-hmm. so dark and f- fucked up, and I love it. It's like <laughs> one of my favorites. So this is a song called The Only One Drinking Tonight by Mishka Shubali. Mm-hmm. Shubali. Shubali. And it's actually the theme song to Doug Stanhope's podcast, oh. which is... if. If you can stand listening to Stanhope be really drunk and it's not too triggering, you should check it out because he's an interesting dude. But it's sometimes hard, though, mm-hmm. because those conversations go places <laughs> I've been. But here, let's do this one.
0: Pass me the lampshade, I'm drunk. He's great. So, yeah. Man. Yeah. And he sounds like the that in real is, life when he talks too.
1: Yeah, he does. And the chorus is, you know, cause we, I just want to play snippets of the songs, but mm-hmm. the chorus is great. Cause he's just like, am I the only one drinking tonight? Which I related to immediately. I mean, I would listen to Stan Hope's podcast when I was drinking and this song would play. And so I had to find it on, it wasn't Spotify. It was the other one. I can't remember the mm-hmm. name of the other one. That's, that's how uh, obsolete it is now. <laughs> but anyway, um, I would I had to find it because I th- I there were so many moments in my life nearing the fucking bottom of the drink getting near it where I was like am I really the only one getting fucked up tonight am I the only one drinking tonight looking around and they're all drinking but they're not drinking like I'm drinking mm-hmm. You know what I mean like they're wetting their whistles but they're not you know pouring water down the flute. I
0: think that's also I why <laughs> I think that's also pouring water down the flute.
1: Yeah. Why we
0: <laughs> as um when we Became. I mean, we became friends for a lot of different reasons, but I think yeah. it also was really helpful to have those people who drank like you and to drink as, as much as you did so that, you know, you could always have somebody to drink with. So i would be like, yeah man, you know, I I can call I can call John, I can call Jerry and we can go get fucked up tonight. Hey, he'll meet me at the fucking right. Tin Hat to do some rumplemen shots.
1: Yes, and I would. I'd walk, walk like there. 3 miles I'd walk, yeah, and then lose a 180 gig iPad iPod in a Jesus. fucking oh. anyway. They probably had this song on it. Mishka's great. Yeah. Yeah, he is great. You should check him out. Yeah. He's got some other really good ones, too. I mean, they are all good. So this one is, uh, you know, are you familiar with uh, Mr. Kendrick Lamar? I am. A little he's bit. He's a millennial. Millennial rapper. All the kids say he's lit AF. He is. Yeah, he's super lit AF, He's fam. lit
0: as AF. I mean. He's lit as AF, R-N. <laughs> he's lit A-I-F-A. That's what I
1: see. Yeah. <laughs> so this song is called Swimming Pools. Okay. And then in parentheses, it just says Drank. No. Which I think is funny as fuck. Is that fuck, like but, past um, tense
0: or is that like it's drank? Is it like
1: drank? Drank. Like a California version. Like you live in mm-hmm. California, like drank.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it.
1: And and you listen to the song and it sounds like an anthem. But if you really listen to the lyrics, it's kind of about like how, f- I don't know, the glamour of it actually, which is what we just mm-hmm. finished the other podcast doing. So let's do that one a little bit. Let's get you people familiar with it.
0: Sounds kind of dark. Pull up. Prank, prank. shot. Prank, prank. Sit down. Prank, prank. Stand up. Prank, prank. Pass out. Prank, prank. Wake up. Prank,
1: prank. Fade it. Prank, prank. Fade it. Prank mm-hmm. and grew around some people living their life in bottles. Granddaddy had the golden flash. Backstroke every day in Chicago. Some people like the way it feels. Some people want to kill their sorrow. Some people want to fit in with the popular that was my problem. I was. Easy, that's. Kind of it right there. Are you familiar? With I that do. I do know that song?
0: song now that you played it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think I love the repetition and the immediate like did this drank, did this drank. Well, yeah. And it even
1: says you know sat sit down drank, stand up drank, pass out drank, wake up drink. You know, mm-hmm. and then he even says in the song, which I love, is like, um, you know, he talks about his history, his grandfather drinking. You know, I grew up around the people living their life in bottles, and he's like, some people like the way it feels and some people want to kill their sorrows. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then he says, you know, some people want to fit in with a popular and then, uh, you know, that was my problem, you know, like he's talking about his kind of struggle with it and like how it's, there's a history to it and, you know,
0: wanting to fit in, which is yeah, something that I think every alcoholic has.
1: Yeah. And he says, why are you babysitting only two or three shots? I'm going to show you how to turn it up a notch. <laughs> you get a swimming pool full of liquor and you dive in, mm-hmm. you know, and in, during my act of alcoholism, there is definitely a lot of that, like, what, what? You're only going to have your what, bitch, two or three shots. Really? That's it. Is that all we're doing? Mm-hmm. Is this, is this a book club meeting or is
0: <clears throat> if there was ever a moment where when, I mean, we lived together, um, I think in a couple of different, just that one house, I guess together. Um, but you know, if ever there was a night where one person was kind of just feeling like not drinking, it was almost like the other person was obliged to be like, Hey man, what do you mean? Get out of your room. Let's go. Let's do this. Get in the train. I'm not dude, doing this by yeah. myself. What are you Yeah? What do yeah. you you know, yeah. like, come on, man. So
1: um why are you babysitting only two or three shots, John? Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm hungover, I'm like, so am I. Let's go. So is everybody in this house. <laughs> What's, and then, of course, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. I don't know if you're familiar with his work. His name is Elton John. Oh, yes. He's not really well known. I think you're friends with him. I, got, I think I got trolled
0: on Twitter out of this Elton John wanted to meet me and my girlfriend and wanted to know if we would come out to New York to meet him. And it looked all official. Like, the Twitter page, like, I swear it had, like, the little the little check mark and everything. And we talked back and yeah. forth. And I was kind of just letting it kind of hang out because I wanted to see. And I was like, so you're Elton John and you're just hanging out in a New York apartment? Or uh, you know hotel, and you're just talking to people on Twitter, and he's like, "Yeah, I just like to make friends." And it was yeah, just, it's just my thing. And then he wanted $1,500 for us to go meet him in New York, and right. I was like, "I don't think Elton John or Elton John wants my money. He doesn't want $1,500 from me."
1: Yeah, what does he need $1,500 from no. you for? Like $1,500, he just spends it on cat food, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well this is a song it's out very popular it's called Rocket Man mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's really heard of it but I love it it's one of my most special drinking songs mm. actually but alright let's we'll do I mean we all know what it sounds like but let's do it anyway
0: she packed my bags last night pre-flight <laughs> zero hour 9 a.m and I'm gonna I miss so my yeah yeah <laughs> right it's so
1: everybody thinks it's and then i watched this video on on youtube um where this guy had done this animation and, and they had done the whole metaphor for being uh uh, a migrant like coming over illegally or just coming mm-hmm. over the border. And I like cried my ass off every time I hear the song. I can't, I get like wet in the eyes, but because I always attributed it, especially in my alcoholism, this is kind of in that arc, that kind of end of the alcoholism, not really the end, but you know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. you're in it and it's, it's just, that's your life. That's your life. It's like, you're punching into your fucking job. And that's why it always hurts me so much. Cause I'm yeah. like, damn dude. Like, Yeah, I'm, like, just punching in here, dude. Like, this is killing my ass, you know? Yeah. There's
0: no joy in it at all. And
1: it's going to be a long, long time. Mm -hmm. You know, like, all of that shit fucks me up. That whole song. Like, if you listen to it from the place of an alcoholic, and instead of being in space, you're just in your fucking floating in your alcoholism. It's, It's pretty heavy. It's pretty hard. Yeah. I, I personally think he wrote it about being fucked up on coke and shit, but I don't know. I mean, we all think it's about... It's all about like whatever we
0: want it to be about, but...
1: Right, right. I think some people think it's like an answer to David Bowie's fucking... The Pointy Nipples song. What is that? Uh, Major Tom. <laughs> how did I not know that song, right? Yeah. It's pointy the Pointy Nipples, nipples song. But, I like that one, yeah. too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a great song. Whatever it's about, but I can definitely... It's that sort of, like you said, punching in. Floating in your alcoholism. <laughs>
1: it's just my job five days a week dude you know it's lonely dude it's lonely out when he talks about yeah and there's you can't really raise your kids in space like being an alcoholic because whenever i was drunk i was out in space Mm -hmm. so i was like there's it's it's fucking cold as hell you can't raise a kid out here yeah we know kids i was a kid raised by alcoholics it was cold as hell out there fuck that it sucked (laughs) yeah but it's good now though we're friends yes (laughs) yeah my mom will pay the patreon thing and then be like what the fuck dude gee <laughs> are you familiar with postal service a little
0: bit yo yeah aren't they from seattle isn't he
1: yes he one of them is yeah i think it's the dude from ben death cab ben gibbard, ben gibbard? yeah yeah it's him and another guy who i can't remember i'm not doing him a service right now but uh, whatever uh this it's song's called this place is a prison mm-hmm. um this song's fucking rad that's pretty pretty crazy Pretty literal too no yeah
0: the tumblers it's all about
1: mm -hmm. it's yeah it's about drug abuse and alcohol abuse in seattle Yeah, actually yeah yeah um what does he say that you you may case the grounds from the cascades to the puget sounds but you are not permitted to leave you know Mm -hmm. like this place is a prison like what a great song about being trapped yeah because it definitely feels
0: there's moments where you feel absolutely trapped like i don't know what to do i have never lived any other way in my entire life what the fuck else is there other than to die or go to jail or get another drink
1: (laughs) what's the one the line pretending there's glamour and a candelabra when you're drinking by candlelight like whoo daddy Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what does it take to get a drink in this place? That's like in the bridge, you know, like, what does it take? You're pretending it's all this glamour and shit and it's, you're just in the dark with your power off. (laughs) Back in the day,
0: there was a time where I lived in a house with three other guys and we allowed our electric bill to rack up to about six or $700 and my name was on the electric bill. So when I moved into the next apartment with another friend, um eventually we just kept not paying it we just said oh they're not going to turn our electricity off we'll just buy some more beer we'll buy alcohol and so eventually they they said and it was in it was winter time and they were like nope we were done you need to pay this and we don't give you any more electricity and i guess they were within their rights because it had been like seven or eight months since we had paid the bill (laughs) and so i remember a couple times being like hey jerry can i sleep on your lazy boy because i got no fucking heat but there would be those nights we would light up the candles and we would drink in the dark. Right. And that was Mm -hmm. totally acceptable.
1: And this song sounds like that. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's like in the arc (laughs) of this, this playlist, this is that dark (sighs) part where it's done. It sounds, this song sounds cold, like not just Seattle, but sounds cold, like alcoholism in the Pacific Northwest where you've got, you know what I mean? Where you're fooling yourself. Yeah, it's the uh, cage with golden bars. You know, mm-hmm. the gilded cage. You know, like, yeah, maybe it may be all glitz and glamour to you, and it may be acceptable and manageable, but it really you're just in jail. you just in yeah. another form of jail, right? So in the arc, right there, that's the that's the break, right? That's Dark. the That's the part of the, play, the playlist where you're like, you've now you've seen what the problem is and now like the next song by alt j which it surprised me you said you liked alt j because i only like a couple of their songs they but do great their they, they're they're music
0: like, videos are fucking awesome if you i need to check them do, out they're I haven't. pretty dope
1: they're like such young people music i feel like such an old man like you know like not my dad because my dad really just likes outlaw country but like <laughs> <laughs> but like a dad and his kids being like so you hear this 21 pilots you know like Or like, you know, I don't know. But yeah, so this song's called Breeze Blocks, which Mm -hmm. is originally like a love song about, you know, someone who actually it's a song about obsession, honestly, because it's someone who who wants to leave you or you want to leave and they don't they won't let you. They don't want you to. They're going to keep you by force, which to me very much felt like my relationship with alcohol with bourbon yeah at the end yeah because i did want to leave her and i didn't want to leave her at the same time so this song's called breeze blocks and it's a pretty song and it's about to me it's about leaving booze she
0: may contain me run away but hold her down with soggy clothes and breeze blocks shed your zine, your fever me again never kisses or do you ever send a full stuff You know what yeah. i like i think with the musically is like there's this feeling of it being super tight and almost like it was written on a computer but it sounds like li- it's live instruments right i mean i i can't yeah. tell there's which gotta it is. be
1: electronic elements to it though i think there are electronic elements to it but it, i know there's you know i i think maybe the drum track is electronic. yeah
0: but the guitars that are played with it or not mm-hmm. and so i i mean i assume so but it just yeah i love the way i, I like that i like that stuff what
1: i love about the the actual rhythm of the song Mm -hmm. is itself is there's a lot of tension in it. Mm -hmm. there's this kind of loose floaty part in the beginning and then when it kicks into that kind of bridge leading into the chorus (laughs) and he's like you know yeah and he's like muscle to muscle and toe to toe the fear is gripping me but here i go like that's Mm -hmm. it that's your jumping off point for me when i listen to it i'm like this is where i jumped right i was listening to another that joe joey diaz on Mm -hmm. joe on rogan and he was saying you know, I, these mother. There's people who do it and don't do it. And those motherfuckers that do it, they jump. You know, and you either jump or you don't jump. And that, to me, this song always sounds like the part where you get ready to jump. You know, you get up on the high dive, mm-hmm. and usually you crawl back down the high dive because you're scared. But then that one day you jump off the high dive. Those first you know, that's those
0: first three days of sobriety. <laughs> those mm-hmm. first three months, yeah. maybe.
1: It's even just on the edge of that first three days of sobriety yeah. where your feet are tense on the end of the board and you're ready mm-hmm. to just let gravity take you but she doesn't like but then within the song there's this whole element of like please don't go which I've mentioned before this I love it because the it's like that you're. Um, uh, your addiction is like don't go don't let it go don't let it go and it's like but I'll eat you whole I'll eat you all up and I'll fucking spit you out but you're still like no no, don't go it's gonna fucking kill us but fuck it we can't go you know we can't go we can't go So that song always attention in that and that whole refrain is just yeah I'll see my I don't cry to that one. I feel empowered mm-hmm. I'm like bye bye Felicia
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, an old, yeah. uh, that's an old that's thing, old
0: that's old what's next you... Oh this next one's great man I love this one you turned me on to Do these you... guys yeah i
1: see i've seen this guy in concert like god i think three times already and every time it's great this is nathaniel rate this song's called son of a bitch which i love they use the song to sell iced tea (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and when we every time i see him in concert they play this song and all the drunks in the audience even the people who are just drunk that night love it they're like fuck yeah son of a bitch give me a drink you know and i'm like no 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 missing the points listen to the words Mm -hmm. dude yeah so we'll we'll, here we go
0: oh and what's the name of his band (sighs) the night sweats. Yeah, before I,
1: yeah, yeah, Nathaniel Ratliff in the night sweats. That's what it is. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I got excited. (laughs) Like I'm having difficulties now. Okay, here we go. How do we work the modem again? Jerry, how do you work the modem? Do you have online? Do you have? Do I posted? I just wanted to send this to your sister. Now it's on all of Facebook. Okay, here we go.
0: that old Brother, Where vibe to
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't, know. <laughs> don't want to get, but, but I love it, it because, and again, with it being lo- so
0: literal, but like, so perfectly, I'm going to pull out my hair. I'm going to writhe and shake, shake,
1: but you know what he says? There's empowerment in it too though. Right? So this part in the, the cause I wanted the theme, right? So the theme is you finally jump off with the all J song and now you're in it. Mm-hmm. You're in it. You're in the chaos of it, dude, because it really, uh, they, they asked me about recovery and my withdrawal and shit. And I always tell them it wasn't, like you see in the movies for me, like I wasn't that far down. I was far down enough that my life sucked, but it wasn't far enough down that like I had seizures and hallucinated and shit. I had mild tremors. Yeah. I don't, you know, and sometimes I feel like I have to say that to prove something like, Oh, I had night sweats and mild tremors and insomnia and irritability and all that other shit. But this whole song is like, there's empowerment in it too. Cause he says, I'm going to cover myself in the ashes of you. And you know what? Nobody's going to give a damn. And I love that part because no one, the only people who give a fuck are the ones who are really close around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the outer ring, you can sit in the town square and ring a bell all day and be like, I'm a recovered alcoholic. And they'll be like, big deal, you know, but move it along <laughs> the people. Mm-hmm. But the ones who are near you and close to you and have struggled with you and been in the shit with you and seen you shit yourself, you know, like they're the ones who give a shit. So you can cover yourself in the ashes of that, of your addiction and your, your alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Most people don't fucking care, really. yeah, but the ones who are close to you they care.
0: I love it. <laughs> you talk about empowering because not yeah. only does it sound very hymnal, obviously it comes from a mm-hmm. you know traditional like hymnal kind of vibe um but it's also that give me a drink, you know, and he just in the chorus yeah. and it's like, okay, so there's this urge and you're just like, "Fuck, I just need a fucking drink, but I'm not gonna have one, but you know what I right. need all that I need. And I know that it's the one bad thing for me, but it's really all that I need right now. And there's this yeah. crazy, insane dichotomy that you live with for those first, and sometimes you live with it uh, some, you know, even three, four years down the road. But like in those it hops up, in those yeah. early days, you're just like, God, I just need a drink, and you're fucking, yep. ugh. So yep. I love it for that. Yep. But you're not, but you yeah. don't have one. He doesn't have one, obviously. In the drink. no, he
1: does. No, I mean, I think he drinks. But (laughs) I think him personally as a dude drinks now, but, but, uh, but, but that shouldn't take away from the song. No, but what I I guess what you, I could do a whole fucking podcast about this song, honestly, (laughs) because there's so much in it. There really is because it is, if you want to hear that,
0: let us know, guys, we'll make one. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's this like you said, there's um, empowerment in there and there's also tons of weakness. But that weakness is, yeah, it's typical of what we all, Mm -hmm. like, you actually just said what I wanted to say. Son of a bitch, give me a drink. Like, I remember I had been, like, a year and a half sober, and my wife and I were setting up for Christmas when my kid was asleep doing the Santa Claus thing. Mm -hmm. And I was having a real hard time with her. She was, like, really frustrating me. And it was all on me. I was just being an asshole. But it was just all, everything. And then she's like, what do you need? Like, what the fuck do you need? You need to calm down. Like, what do you need? Do you need to go... I stand outside and smoke a cigarette or something. And I just looked at it and went, I need a fucking drink. And it had been like a year and a half, Mm -hmm. man. And I surprised myself because I barked it out. It was like, almost like my mouth farted. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I just barked the damn thing out. So, even in long-term recovery to have well and that's you know? the thing is, is that's, that early yeah shit, that's
0: what you know? you're alco- so if you if you try to look at yourself as two different people or you look at your alcoholism or your disease as a separate thing from yourself as well that thing does need a drink i do need a drink what do you need right now i need a fucking drink okay that's Some what fish, i need but i'm not allowed yeah. to have one because i'll destroy everything good that i have built from that point that i quit right but i fucking need one exactly. so what do i need i need a drink yeah
1: a drink and it's even in the song too because he says uh if i can't get clean i'm gonna drink my life away Mm -hmm. and that's you know like yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i just even the whole the bugs are crawling all over me like that Mm -hmm. fucking oh yeah like yeah i could do a whole podcast on that fucking song so yeah so if you ever go to nathaniel ritliff concert just know you have a little secret Mm -hmm. because nobody else gets it they're all just like give Give me a drink ipas and shit Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm just like I get it, dude. But, yeah, I had read an interview with him, and he was talking about how he had attended AA meetings and stuff, and he had struggled with getting sober, but he's apparently drinking again. Mm. But oh, but that's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not one to judge. tell or, you what you know, he's up to, or judge, or even fucking diagnose that dude. I mean, you know.
0: Just love his some music.
1: Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I still love and all his, his music. Style. <laughs> do what you got to do, I guess, until you figure out what you got to figure yeah. out. Yeah. Um are you familiar with The Bronx? A little
0: bit, but you go ahead and
1: They're not from The Bronx though, they're from LA, but this song's called Pilot Light by The Bronx. It's a they're a punk rock band from Los Angeles and they're like one of my favorite punk rock bands, but this is also one of the hopeful songs actually. All right, mm-hmm. here we go. Someone's called Pilot Light by The Bronx. That's a great song. I'm coming up for air. But I gotta
0: make some wrong things right.
1: Up. Right, yeah. he says. I'm coming up for air. I can't breathe. I'm dying down there. You know, like, and I know, I honestly don't know if they wrote that song about drinking, but yeah. I. I but it's. Uh, he says, if you want advice, the chorus is, if you want advice for paying the price, lightning strikes once, but it does not strike t- twice. Mm-hmm. And when it's gone, it's gone. That pilot light that keeps you holding on. You know, when it's gone, it's gone. Like. Whew. The truth will set you free. That's what he says in the song, you know. I just love it. It's just, to me, it always sounded like, okay, I've made this choice. I've had this realization. I'm coming up for air because I can't breathe. I'm dying down there, you know, and I got to fix all my shit, you know. Yeah. And if you want advice on paying the price, like, I got it because I paid the price, and now here I am, you know. like.
0: It's definitely about you know? drinking. I mean, well, it sounds like it for sure. Yeah.
1: I mean they all drink too, but whatever, you know. Like it, I, I you know, know.
0: I want to say this about that, you know, it doesn't necessarily just because just because somebody is active in their alcoholism, it doesn't or and they're and they're writing a song or a poem or whatever right. it is, yeah, it exactly. doesn't negate the the feeling and the emotion because it's all a part of it, right? It's all a part of that. It's all honest, you know. It's just honest mm-hmm. like yes, I feel this way. I still may not be able to overcome it, but I wrote this piece of I wrote this piece of music. I wrote this piece of art that I want to share right. about a moment when I that this feeling. And I think that's important so that I don't I don't think that if somebody was to right. say, You're right. You're like, right. oh, yeah. well, the song's not about it's about being in AA, or it's about, you know, the song's right. about not drinking. And so now the guy drinks again and it's like, well, fucking fuck you, dude. You, you, you oh, sold no, out. Yeah, but,
1: I guess I just give the caveat just mm-hmm. for caveat sake, but I mean that shouldn't minimize. You're absolutely right; you know? it shouldn't minimize the message because even sometimes we have moments of clarity and don't really listen to the moment of clarity. Because even I would, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I would say, "Hey, yeah. Nathaniel Ratliff, if right. you're
0: listening to this, come on the podcast, man. Talk about it. Let's see where you're at. Yeah. Are you drinking? Why are you drinking? It. No, yeah. I don't care. I want to know. Yeah. You know, if you want to talk about it, that's you're what that's what's right. important. Yeah. You know, so that you're yeah. if you're relapsing or you're having a quote unquote slip. Like, that's not a bad thing. And if you're deciding, no. I'm going to go out and maybe I'm going to try and figure it out, that's fine too. You know, it's just so that's all. I just wanted to say that and make sure that it's not like it doesn't, it's not one or the other. And it's certainly not a black and white disease.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know, huh? And I'm sitting here throwing caveats out. No. And if you do figure out moderation, like, hit us up, let us know because <laughs> yes. we're really interested in your findings <laughs> Please. as fellow scientists. Yes. Yeah, I've, right. I, I had a friend go back out again, and I'm like, "So mm-hmm. has it changed? What's it like? Is it different? You know, with actual sincere like curiosity, like did it change?" And he's like, "No, nah, it's the same shit." And I'm like, "Thanks for the report. Yeah, you know, good luck, man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's the uh, that's that's you're right. It doesn't minimize the message in the song. No, I don't <laughs> even know if this next guy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> but have you? Are you familiar with that band Fun?
0: You've mentioned them a few times. I think I've they're very. Love they're them. very fun, right? As their name suggests,
1: they're like modern Queen. They're like if Queen were okay, maybe not the newest album, but their, their first album is called Aim and Ignite, and it's it reminded me of like if it just reminded me of like mm-hmm. what Queen would do. So this song is called Take Your Time. It's a long song. It's like a seven minute long song. But this now we're in the hopeful part yes. of our recovery on the road. So this is a song called Take Your Time by a band called Fun. <laughs> so yeah it's totally fun right Mm -hmm. he's got a nice voice but i love that song too because he goes throughout the song he's it's this whole song about hope and change and for him when he wrote the song it was about him he's from phoenix and it's about him moving from phoenix to the east coast to pursue his music career because he had been in a few bands in phoenix but i always loved the idea of like forgiving everyone and letting it all go to become a better version of what you are or to become the version of what you are that you're supposed to be you know, mm-hmm. and like following the path you're supposed to follow that will bring you just contentment in life mm-hmm. and make you feel like you're, I don't, I don't like using words like productive and shit like that, but you know what I mean? Like make you feel like you're doing something that is worthwhile, you know, a like
0: value. And yeah, I mean, you value, know, it's not productive. It. Like you've got to produce something, but yeah, that you're writing that you're living a fulfilling, uh, existence. Thank you. That's <laughs> yes. it. Cause I was
1: a kid. I'd be in my room drawing and my mom would be like, why don't you do something productive? And I'm like, I am like, hmm Right. So maybe that's why I feel like a a, aversion to that word. But it's the idea of take your time coming home. I don't know. You know, it's just taking your time to just even the title, you know, of just finding who you really are, Mm -hmm. because who you I I honestly and I always I love to do this and speak to the listener directly. But who you really are isn't in that bottle. No. But, you know, whatever. Right. This is a Jerry fact. (laughs) Get your shit straight. You got Jerry hacked. (laughs) you got Jerry fact and Jerry hacked who you are is not in that bottle son you need to kiss yourself in a mirror and tell yourself you're all right because you was all right
0: mm-hmm.
1: do you know uh primal scream
0: I listened to a Band little bit the of 90s. them back in the day that was like my high school yeah primal scream was on uh, 120 minutes I remember right. that
1: yeah so this is the other uh, these are all the hopeful songs now these are the the the, part, the end of the playlist where it's only a 12 song playlist I'm not really killing you with mm-hmm. it but this is the one where you'd like dance it out, man. You gotta dance that shit out. What's dude. this called? It's called "Moving On Up" by Primal Scream.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> Super positive. Dude.
0: song yeah. yeah they were like yeah. the um they were like the on. they were like the british black crows or something right yes they were absolutely <laughs> the british
1: black crows dude that sounds like the black crows if they were british. with the
0: bongos and the organs the backup singers
1: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. exactly Oof. um but i i love it because it starts with the whole fucking first lines of like amazing grace mm-hmm. you know yeah i was blind. Oh no, it's not those aren't the first lines of Amazing Grace, but there are lines Mm -hmm. in the song Amazing Grace. You know, I was blind and now I can see, you know, like Yeah. There's
0: definitely that feeling when you finally you get this sort of even even the glimpse of like it's not like this whole at least it wasn't for me. This whole like huge epiphany like explosion and then all of a sudden everything was sunny and great and and I love that song. But even when I I remember just moments where I would be either um working you know my program you know with with somebody else and had these moments where something felt really good and i was like what the fuck was that and it was like this right. little spark and i i'd say hang on can we read that part again because something happened to me and i just want to remember and yeah. i just want to you know see if i could feel that again and so mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be like but a great song can certainly bring you uh lift your spirits too
1: Right, right, and just the message in it is just, you know, you're moving out of the darkness, Mm -hmm. and you'll let your love do it, right? But then that's, I mean, I hate to sound corny like that, but just even your love for yourself, Mm -hmm. you don't even got to go out and hug everybody and peace sign that shit. Just let your love for yourself bring you up, you know? Like, you give a shit about yourself now, so it's time to give a shit about yourself. Moving on up. We've
0: got to get over that idea of not loving ourselves or, like, sounding corny about it, you know? Because we've been so ingrained and so, like, that so that idea of being a young man. And like, I gotta, I'd be with my friends and I give them a lot of shit and I, I gotta, I gotta toughen them up in case, you know, somebody comes around and fucks with you. You gotta make sure I gotta make sure you're tough. Right. So it's love right. in that way And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way, man. You can love yourself no, it and doesn't. it can be, you know, it's like Billy Joel said, I found out, um, what does he say? I found out being a man ain't or I found out tough. Ain't just being so- macho being a man. Ain't just being yeah. macho. Something about that's dancing what or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then a pocket full of mint called Sensen. <laughs> yes. Now you had those Sensen I found them at, a, like, at an estate yeah. sale. You're all Jerry, look what gross. I found. I found some Sensen They're like 50-year-old mints.
0: <laughs> I was all excited about these Sensen. I got a mint I think called Sensen. I think I ate some.
1: And no one would ever get it either because no. only you and I were like the Billy Joel dudes. like If you showed that to a girl in a bar, she'd be like, ew, that's their old man. Those are gross. Those are really old candies. you are gross. Oh, gross.
0: Get away from get me. Get
1: out of here. Uh do you know uh have you ever heard of Rock Plaza Central? No,
0: this is the one this is I think this is the only one uh, I've never heard of.
1: Um I I watched this movie called Battery. Have you ever heard no. of that movie? Okay, <laughs> so this is this movie that came out in like 2015 or something, and it was these two guys who are best friends, it's a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole premise is the guy has a Walkman with batteries in it, but they're, like, kind of living their lives as two guys who are like, best friends after the zombie apocalypse. And this band was featured really heavily in this movie because he was always listening to it on his headphones. And there's this song called uh, We Got a Lot to Be Glad For, Okay. which I love. It's such a beautiful song, and I'll I'll just – it's by a band called Rock Plaza Central.
0: We won't stop running till we get to the lights. When we get to lights we'll stop running
1: we won't stop running till we get to the lights when we get to the lights we'll stop Love it because Mm -hmm. there's this whole concept of of not necessarily completion, but a journey. And you're saying we won't stop running till we get to the lights, and when we get to the lights, we'll stop running. So there's this whole idea of like you have to go through this journey to kind of get to where you need to go, Mm -hmm. even though where you need to go is the journey itself. And then just the idea of gratitude, right? Yeah. For me, at least in in this part of the playlist, mm -hmm. yeah, we got a lot to be glad for. You know, you're 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 done running but you're not done running maybe now it's a fast walk yeah i don't know you
0: know know, maybe you can take a break every once in a while
1: (laughs) the guy sings a lot like ryan party too yeah an old friend of ours sounds like ryan party an old friend of ours yeah who's in a band called halloween town yes but uh yeah go
0: check out some halloween town guys
1: yeah you should they're awesome Mm -hmm. but um that song, I've always loved that song. That song has been really profound to me the first summer, And it's a long song, and it's mostly an instrumental. It's It's got a lot of strings in mm-hmm. it. It's, very, it's got this moving kind of pace to it, and it's always been really profound. Like, every time I hear it, I just feel, like, hopeful and a lot of, like, this rising kind of sense of, like, yeah, gratitude and hopefulness. When Olive was in, like, God, this it came out when my daughter was, like, in kindergarten. So that was four years ago. So... You know, like I would drop her off at the kindergarten and drive back, to listen to this song, and just feel like overwhelmed. You know, like I'd, I even now I hear it sometimes and I feel really. And overwhelmed. you were
0: freshly sober, ish. Man,
1: I had like not even eighteen months. I don't think I had. Well, no, two thousand fifteen. So I had like almost. I had about a year. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That's still that's a, that's I, a
0: fair sh- amount of time. I mean, it's early. A year but- is
1: early, dude. I mean, a year is like. You're still there. I mean, even at four years, it's still early. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I do a lot of shit I shouldn't be doing, you know. But you're not but drinking. I don't drink. Yeah, I just try not to hurt anybody too mm-hmm. much, you know. Emotionally, that's that's my big problem right now. But that's where this playlist ends. Is me talking about my resentments and anger because <laughs> I'm pissed off at everything all the time. I'm so frustrated. I like it's. I have a hard time with it. Mm-hmm. I have to like really slow myself down and be like, why are you getting so mad? Because the wolves just pulled you off of your horse and red dead redemption and killed you. And now you want to throw this remote control in the street. You know,
0: <laughs> don't do that. Maybe I
1: should just stop playing this game. Maybe,
0: But you know, uh, I think I love, I love the idea of ending on gratitude. Cause I mean, that's, yeah, that's something yeah. it's one. Somebody once told me if you are, um, what did they say? You can't be, you can't be angry and grateful at the same exact time. You can't feel gratitude mm. and you can't feel fear at the exact same time or anger um and that if you try to if you sit there for a moment and think of something that you're grateful for um mm-hmm. it kind of just it will the the fear and the anger will go away and there's lots to yeah. be grateful for Absolutely. love what you have love who you are yeah. and being sober and right happy even if you're not yeah. well i mean not uh, even I don't if know, you're not, not happy, happy you don't but, have to be happy. but grateful
1: content grateful yeah I love it I love the concept of recovery. I've always loved the idea of recovery. I broke my leg really bad. I don't know if we were hanging I think you're in Seattle. No, I, I remember. I was over a couple of times. Yeah. And it took me forever to heal up. I had to recover. And that's what I always felt like my alcoholism was like. Was like one day my leg was fucked up and I didn't walk for a few months and then I walked with a limp for like two years. Mm-hmm. And then one day the limp just start slowly started to go away. And then I remember I could like walk fast without pain do you know what i mean it was like this slow kind of plotting recovery and that's what a lot of this is what we're doing right now it's like having the flu and you're not automatic you're not yeah. immediately not sick when you have the flu you don't wake up one day and you're like i'm great i'm not shitting it's like a slow process mm-hmm. and then one day you open up the curtains and you're like i'm not you sick can anymore. yeah
0: well yeah. <laughs> you literally and figuratively jumped out of a two-story window. <laughs> yes, drunk. Of your own volition. I jumped out of a window,
1: <laughs> drunk, and broke, and compound fractured my right leg. And then,
0: it's not. It's then not funny, when the ambulance
1: it... was coming to get me, no, it was fucking oh, hilarious. Jesus. But it was also, but I wasn't sad or anything. I remember if somebody asked me, were you trying to kill yourself? And I was like, no, dude, I was shit faced trying to chase someone with a pellet gun, trying to be funny. And I remember being in the ambulance being so scared because I thought, well, this is it. I got to go to AA now. (laughs) But I didn't go to AA. Mm I didn't go to AA for like 13 more fucking years. Jesus. But I guess my metaphor for that whole thing is, well, it's recovery. I love it. I love being recovered, man. It feels good. I like it so much. Yeah, it does. It really does. I mean, wild horses, man. That should have been on the playlist too, man. Wild horses. We'll do another one. That'll be a Coda playlist. Yes, we'll we'll make one with just Coda songs that he's made us listen to over the years, he's and a- then try to attribute them to our sobriety. <laughs> he's another
0: old dear friend who's uh. In it's, sorry, I'm just throwing out names. No,
1: this What you get in the Patreon <laughs> is me just calling out my friends by their name. But Coda has great taste in music. That's yes. why I mentioned his name. Yeah, because yeah. it's all Rolling Stones and Black Crows mm-hmm. and Pavement. and yeah. But anyway, this isn't. Maybe you just cut that part out. Who knows? I don't know.
0: I'll figure out how to bleep it's- it out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just be just calling my friends out by name, just because of their awesome music taste. Mm-hmm. Though,
0: well, listen, yeah. guys, thank you so much, Jerry. Thanks for putting this together. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for bearing with me and my uh, taste in music. I hope you guys like it. And if you have any suggestions, yes, send us an email. Do it. Do it at, again. Uh, what's the email?
0: A is for alcoholic at gmail dot com. Easy and simple. Yeah, it's
1: hard for me to hard for me to remember. But you can, but I'll you get, can
0: it. get on the. You can go on Twitter. You can go to Instagram. You can go on Facebook. Yeah. All of the hit us above. up on his,
1: if you have any suggestions or you know what if you have a specific song you'd like us to check out that means something to you like hit me up I love music that'd be cool too I'll listen to anything once yeah yeah even Juggalo shit I'll even just fuck once. with a little bit of that just once though but I'll hear it all the Magnus, way magnets
0: how the fuck did they work
1: they it's magic dude the God made them work
0: <laughs> thanks again for your support and helping us get this message out to people who still need it. Our music is by Neglect. You can find more of his work at neglect.bandcamp.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and A is for alcoholic.com. Thanks for listening.